This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to a nice talk. It is Tuesday, 21st, 2020. Well, the financial disruptions caused by the COVID virus a pandemic is certainly very serious and continuing. And it's, I think it's a bit more serious than the 2008 recession. I think it's more serious than that. We're going to start back up at some point, but I still think uh, it's going to be a, it's not going to be a turning on the switch. It's going to be a slow process. Okay, so the 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 whole this whole thing has hit every part of our economy, affected it in one way or another. Some states have announced plans to reopen their economies, but they're all really slow, very tentative. Is it too early? So how long can we go? Workers go without a pay, without a paycheck. How, how long can the state go without inc- uh, taxes that it needs? Because certainly they're not going to be collecting taxes if we're staying home. I'm more worried about the marginal workers. I think I think we that we're going to cause a lot of you know the deaths that we talk about from this pandemic and deaths in the United States. We can cause more deaths if we don't open up this economy. The suicide lines are ringing off the hook. People not being able to feed themselves or their families. I'm really concerned about that, about the the, the, the the lower income strata of our economy. They're the ones that are suffering the most, not the rich people. Rich people, it just cracks me up. I see the rich people talking about, oh, well, we got to do this and we got to do that. And here they are in their mansions and everything. Well, obviously, they've never been hungry. They never had no money. And that's what's happening to a lot of people. I'm very concerned about that. Now, unfortunately, all, the only solution I can see is you got to get back to work as fast as we can. It's the only solution I can see. Anyways, I'm here to help you, help you with your investments. I'm hoping to make you a better investor by you calling this show and asking me questions. I'm Steve Peasley, and I want you to give me a call this hour. And we'll, I'll do my best to help you. And I do this, you know, Justin and I do this with a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success because we don't buy data or, well, I do buy data. We don't buy information. We don't buy opinions. You know, we think for ourselves. We buy raw data and we look at the data the way we want to look at it. And that's how we work. And I want to show people how to do it themselves. You can do it yourselves. I mean, I, I believe me, I, I do this show. Justin and I do this show because this is how we get clients. But I'm perfectly content to helping you do it yourself. If you think you can do it, you have the time, you have the interest, and you, you really want to put effort into it, yeah, you can do it yourself. It's not that. It's not impossible. It's not. It's not like rocket science where you, it's impossible to know. Except for the rocket scientists, right? So let's go ahead and get this started. Our anytime listener line number is open. It's open right now. You can call live. We're live Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 Pacific time. And the number is 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. Now, as you probably noticed during this pandemic and stay-at-home situation, we postpone our out of uh, out of you know, our out of market consultation trips. I was working on it today, and I've set up some, down the road 
meetings, hoping that we'll be open and running by then. So we'll be announcing those fairly soon. But right now, uh, we, you, we can do anything and everything by phone, Skype, whatever, Jive, whatever we can do. Uh, we, we've been doing that recently. And so it's been working out well. I still like meeting my potential clients in person, but, you know, we, can, we don't have to. I mean, the Internet is very good. And these things, you know, you can figure it out. And I'm a telephone guy. Justin's more into the Skype and in-person stuff because he's a lot younger than me, and I'm an old person. <laughs> so, so if you want to meet, have us take a look at your portfolio, we can do it. We want to do it. Okay? All you do is send me a message by going to, uh, going to investtalk.com, send me an email, or call KPP Financial Irvine. Um, uh, a number is 800-557-5461, 800-557-5461 in California, and we'll set up a time to talk, and just or just send me an email, either way. You can go to investtalk.com, everybody. My main talking point today concerns this particular story. America's economic reopening will be fragile, partial, and slow. Well, didn't we already already know that? I think so. The reemergence over the coming weeks and months will vary from state to state and be in stages. And I kind of knew that too. So that's what's going to be our main talking point. Other things I want to talk about. Dark clouds over real estate. There were some surveys done by the, uh, by the uh, National Association of Realtors. I'm going to give you some of that information. Uh, why did oil collapse? I know people have been asking me and asking Justin, uh, should we get in it now? Now, I will say I, I, I was wrong. I thought it would stabilize around $19.20 a barrel. But anybody asked me, what should, can, should I buy this driller or that oil company? And I've always answered the same way for several months now. Stick with the big integrated oil companies. Because there's going to be bankruptcies. We knew that before that. Now it's going to be even worse. There's going to be bankruptcies in this area. You know, and the big integrated companies, they won't, they're not going to suffer at all because they get to buy the oil cheap, refine it, and sell it to you and me at higher prices. They'll make profits. They may not make as much, but they'll still make profits. So I want to talk about that. Okay? We have plenty of food. So why is there empty shelves? Some empty shelves. Have you noticed that in the store? We have plenty of food. There's no food shortage. What's going on there? And what stores are faring the storm the best? What companies, what stores, okay, are doing the best? I have a list. I do. I have a list. So are the things we're going to talk about. The market was down, the Dow was down 631 points, the Nasdaq down 297, and the SB down 87. So we're still having a lot. That's the second day in a row down. A lot of volatility. A ton of volatility. For the Dow, that's 2.6%. For the Nasdaq, 3.5%. And for the SP, that's 3%. Normal volatility has been running around 1% for the last, I don't know, five years or so. One. So, lots of volatility. Let's go to Dinesh in Kansas City. How are you doing, Dinesh? Good. How are you, Steve? Good, good. Thank you for the call. Hi. Um, so, I have a question on Camping World, um, ticker symbol CWH. 
Um, I have some put options expiring in June. Um, I would like your advice on, um, do you think this is a good put option to have? Huh. So you get to put it to somebody. Now everybody, he's talking about options. You can call option, put options. Put options is when you can put the stuff to somebody else. Call options is when you can call it to you. Okay, and I don't, I don't want to get into more details. So he's asking, is it a good stock? You you have the ability to put this Camping World stock, symbol CWH, to somebody um, at a certain price. What's the price? What's your put? What's the price? What is your price? What price, Danish? Do you can you put it? To, would you would you be in the profit? Uh, seven dollar and twenty cents. Okay, so you're seven ninety nine now. So do I think it's going to go down? I think, I think it's a possibility, but they're going to make thirty seven cents this year. They lost thirty three cents last year. Now that estimate's going to change. I'll probably go wait. Probably go down. I don't think people are going to. The national parks have been closed, and so there's going to be issues about that. This, they operate one hundred seventy five retail locations and provides. Uh, portfolio of services, protection plans, and products, resources for, you know, camping. So, the camping sites. That's a tough call. That is a tough call. I think, I think, uh, it, how much time do you have left to the third? A couple of months. I, I think, I actually think you will be in the problem. I think it is a good price. I think you will make it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Dinesh. Appreciate it. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and during these work-from-home times, you might find you have additional time because you aren't commuting. In that case, I encourage you to explore the financial investment information we have posted on our website. You're just sitting there anyway, so take a look. Of course, the most immediate and valuable resource is our daily Invest Talk podcast, which you can download for free. And we have just we posted a new bonus show, the Invest Talk Rapid Fire Hour. Justin and I rolled went through 30, 29, not 30, 29 questions in a very fast pace. So your unbiased guidance is waiting for you anytime at investtalk.com. And now I'm taking your questions live, 888-99-CHART. Now that this coronavirus scare has shut down all the gymnasiums, my wife has had to go and start running again. That's her normal workout now, and all of a sudden her knees became inflamed, creating lots of pain. Obviously, she's looking for relief and started applying Qantas Muscle Rub multiple times per day, three times a day. She told me it helps reduce her soreness and discomfort. Now, if you listen to our podcast... You know I'm skeptical about many of these kind of products. I'm here to tell you, from personal experience, this brand is believable. Quanta is a publicly traded applied science company. They make health and wellness products utilizing patented technology and makes them up to five times more efficient. Their flagship product is an all-natural muscle rub that alleviates aches and pains because it directly reduces inflammation. We have teamed up to help listeners to Invest Talk. So, for a limited time, you can save 20% off of all Qantas health wellness products by using the coupon code INVEST, that's I N V E S T, on their website. Their website is buyquanta.com. That's B U Y Q U A N T A.com. 
You are listening to Invest Talk. It's Tuesday, and we've seen plenty of volatility in the markets. What's going on with big tech? Well, Steve Peasley is here. He's got unbiased guidance and answers to your questions, but you've got to call Invest Talk. 888 99Chart. Hey, Steve and Justin. This is Justin from Stockton, California. And I just wanted to call and get your take on what's going on with the oil industry. Uh, wondering if uh, maybe now would be a good time to buy in. Look forward to hearing you uh, on the show. Um, I appreciate all you guys do. Thanks. Well, the oil industry, should you buy into it at this time? I'm thinking it's a bit early still. I, I really do, even though the price of oil has collapsed and stocks have been hurt. But again, I wouldn't. I would not. I would not test the waters in any small or medium-sized companies because it's too dangerous. I mean, there's going to be bankruptcies for these companies, and I can't tell you which one's going to survive. I can tell you the big ones will. The large integrated oil companies will survive without any trouble. But the small ones, the medium-sized ones. Man, you got to really be careful about the debt that they're carrying, how much they're relying on the price of oil. Uh, even, you know, people that will call up and ask, well, what about oil services companies? They still have to service the oil wells and things. Yeah, but they don't need the oil. So a lot of those wells, they're going to let no service. They're going to let it, they shut them down because they don't need the oil. They got, we got about too much. So... I wouldn't. I, I would stay away from this whole area unless you're going to buy an, a large integrated oil company, and you're doing it because number one, you'll be very patient and you want the dividends, because their dividends will probably this probably still be able to pay their dividends. Okay, so that's the oil industry. Only 53% of sporting events are expected to take place this year. Did you know that? Half. My wife is very disappointed that the baseball season is being canceled and they haven't canceled yet but she she's at the point where she wants them to go ahead and just cancel the whole season because she's an avid baseball fan disney stock is down because the company is right in the eye of the storm think about it they're disney parks with thousands and hundreds of thousands of people millions of people come every year you can't gather those crowds so the, the, the theme parks are the biggest money maker for disney how about the other? How about movies? Well, can't go to the movies, right? So there's two of their three main income drivers shut down. The third one is TV, you know, in one way, shape, or form. So it's it's a tough road for Disney. So it's just tough. It's tough. I don't think uh, Disney might not make profits for a year or, or more. Now, on the next Invest Talk, we're going to talk about this. After 12 months of high volatility, the S&P 500 is about, is about back to where it started 12 months ago. The markets have seen threats from a trade war, a global economic slowdown, a pandemic. And shares of big U.S. companies are holding up. The story is tomorrow, everybody. By the way, did you see uh, what's going on in North Korea? Jim Ong, whatever his name is, apparently is in uh, critical condition. Did you see that? For now, I'm Steve Pizza. I'm ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. 
The COVID-19 pandemic has turned everything upside down. But are we now seeing some light at the end of the tunnel? You've got finance and investment questions. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein have answers. Call Invest Talk 888-99 chart. 888-992-4278. Let's go to Manu in Fremont. How you doing, Manu? Uh, hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm looking to buy DXC Technol. Uh, can you let me know your suggestion, whether it's a good time to buy Okay, it's a fairly good-sized company, mid-cap, 3.6 billion size, provides information technology, consulting, outsourcing, and support services. Stock is $14.40 a share. It's going to make $5.38 this year and $5.10 next year. The problem is it made $8.34 last year, so $8 to mid-$5 range down to $5 range. It's going down. Earnings are going down and sales have been shrinking 3 to 7% for like six quarters in a row. That's why the P.E. is really, really low because the numbers are going down. Investors don't like to see numbers going down. It's really an inexpensive stock at this point. It should be, it should be priced at at least a normal P.E. That means the stock should be, you know, much higher than it is right now, much. But something's wrong because this just too cheap. When something is this cheap, remember, it's going to make $5 next year. Even though that's down from 8 they're still going to make $5 as a $14 stock. That's that 3 P.E. So return equity is pretty good at 19%. Cash flow is very strong at $14. Something's up. Then dividend yield is 5.8. I mean, from all signs, this looks like a great bargain. And maybe it is. If I can just believe what I read on this screen, this is a great buy. Okay? Now, I, my question is, is why is it so cheap? Why is it so cheap? You're going to need to start reading some of the articles or, and material that's out there on the companies to why is not more expensive. Even, I mean, it was selling at $31 before the, co- the, the virus thing hit in March. Went all the way below $10. Now it's at 14 So it's made a pretty good comeback. But I, I think be very careful because there's something else probably is going on here. Maybe competition is taking away their market share. And that's what I would worry most about. Thanks, Manu. Good luck with it. Let's go to Nathan in Canada. Nathan. Nathan, are you there? Did I lose Nathan? Um, so I'm coming about my work investment plan. There's limited options in there, but right now I'm in the BlackRock Life Plan Index 2035 fund. This is an auto-balancing uh-huh. plan with, with a fund with global bonds and U.S. equities. And I was thinking, yes. well, that hasn't been doing very well. It dropped quite a bit at the beginning, and it didn't recover as much. I was thinking about moving it to my investments to the Sun Life MFS. U.S. Equity Fund, which is an actively managed uh, 79 U.S. companies. Okay. Well, uh, these, these target-dated funds, I've never been a fan of them. I've mentioned them many times on the show here, and I don't care for them. A minute, mostly because they're they're not transparent. You don't know exactly what you're owning in them, and I, I never like that. And as they get closer to the date, they automatically go to bonds when maybe it's a terrible time to go to bonds because they're trying to get more conservative. 
So I, I think it's too opaque for me to to invest in them. I would per, much prefer that actively managed fund because not they have seventy nine stocks. You get to see who they what they own. Even though seventy nine is hard to track for you, you know, but at least you know what they own. Um, and it, but you look when you're looking at mutual funds, always pick the funds in the category the best managers you can find. Okay, and Morningstar does a pretty good job. I like three star and four star funds. I don't care for the five star funds, believe it or not. That's the best. That's the best rating, by the way. Five stars. I don't care for that. They'll go to Morningstar.com. See what it's if it's three or four stars. I like that better because what, to get to five stars, that means you got to be at the top of your game, and that means you've taken pretty good risks to get there. So that often you you're, the the risks you took to get there don't work the next year, the year after, the year after that. So I like the ones that are, are not. Are more consistent. That's what I like. Thanks for the call, Nathan. Good luck with it. Um, Brandon in Los Angeles. How you doing, Brandon? Brandon, are you there? Call. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. I wanted to ask about M&T Bank. MTB is the symbol. I've been watching them for a while, and I wanted to see what you thought might be a good entry point, or if you thought I shouldn't buy them at all. Okay, M&T Bank Corporation out of Buffalo, New York, a holding company for M&T Bank and Wilmington Trust, operating about 731 offices. It's a $13 billion company, so it's a big cap company. Earnings are supposedly go up next year from $8 to $10. They went down from $14 to $8 this year. Not, like, not liking that. And that means we... We know that the earnings are not going to come back. I'm going to have to pick you up after the break. If you'll listen on, you can hang up and listen to the show, and I'll finish my little spiel on M&T Bank. Okay? But I do have to get to the break. Break. Now, you heard, you often heard Justin and I use terms stay invested. Ultimately, your financial freedom depends on that. And as we go to break, here's my trivia question. What did wealthy investors do with their cash as the market plummeted? In other words, what percentage bought more stocks, what percentage sold positions? What about the average investor? So I'll get to the answer right after this break. We're live, 888-99-CHART. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture. I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value. So your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this. So 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. At the start of each new day, we are presented with opportunities. The chance to learn better ways of doing things. The prospect for establishing stronger business connections. But as you go about your daily routine, there's one task, one challenge you should not put off. The need to plan for and work toward achieving financial freedom. That point in the future when your money, your assets are working for you while you work only if you want to. Getting from here to there to your idea of financial freedom is possible. However, serious investors eventually recognize that unless they can afford to devote the time and efforts required to thoroughly understand market dynamics, to properly balance, optimize, and maintain their portfolios, expert guidance will be essential. The moment that spark of reality hits, you will want to consult with Steve Peasley and Justin Klein of KPP Financial in Irvine, California. KPP Financial consultations are unbiased, offered without cost or obligation, and designed to help guide individuals toward their ultimate financial objectives. The next highly beneficial step for your investing future can start when you reach out to Steve or Justin via Skype, a phone call, or a quick message through investtalk.com. This is InvestTalk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. 
And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Okay, before the break, I had a trivia question. Okay, what did wealthy investors do with their cash as the market plummeted? In other words, what percentage bought more stocks and what percentage sold positions? And what about the average investor? According to a new survey, only 37% of wealthy investors bought stocks during the three-week period that included the most recent market downturn bottom on March 23rd. Nearly half, 48%, sold stocks during the same period. So more wealthy investors sold than bought. Okay, only seven percent of the less wealthy investors, those with a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand invested, bought stocks. So smaller investors, only seven percent bought. When wealthy, they thirty-seven percent bought. Okay, but only nine percent sold in that group too. Isn't that interesting? Sounds like eighty percent did not make any changes, meaning they stayed invested, and probably that was the smartest thing to do. Really. Okay, so before the break, MTB Bank. Question on, should you buy, sell, give it away? It's a holdings company for uh, M&T Bank and Wilmington Trust. Has about 731 offices of $13 billion size. Um, And whether should you buy it, hold it, sell it. Notice it did not recover very well, like the market. It did not. So that worries me. I probably, if I owned it, I'd probably just keep it because it looks like it's bottomed. But I wouldn't buy any new. I would not buy it new. It pays a nice dividend, 4.2, decent return on equity, 13%. And it doesn't have a ton of debt, okay? Remember, banks live on debt, so that's surprising they don't have a ton. But it also probably means they're a healthier bank to hold. I, I just think right now, until it broke above $115 a share and it's at 104 I don't think it's showing enough strength to be a buyer of it. Okay? Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate the call. We're going to go to Jake in New York. Uh, He wants to talk about relationships between stimulus package, gold, and oil. So, Jake. Yeah. I'm trying to look ahead a little bit and plan out uh, what the next month to three months will look like. It's clear that the pattern is showing that more and more stimulus will be released to save and support industries that are falling. With all of this stimulus, I'm wondering, too, what's going to happen with particularly gold miners, and also, how are we going to pay for this? Do you think that means more taxation going forward, and, and then how will that impact gold miners and the price of gold? So what we're doing here, Jake, is we're looking into our crystal ball, right? Trying to figure out what the future may bring. I think initially, prices of things are come down because of the recession. But ultimately, I think we're going to have a pretty good spat of inflation because they're spending so much money. They're talking about phase four uh, stimulus package of a trillion dollars. So we're going to be printing and printing and printing money. We're going to be borrowing money. And you, we expect, do you expect borrows of, borrow of our U.S. dollars to pay next to nothing in interest? I think that that's going to change over time. So I think interest rates are going to start rising. I mean, pretty. I'm not talking about immediately. I'm not talking about maybe even this year. But I think it's going to also weaken the dollar, which will mean they'll strengthen the gold. I think uh, oil will be just 
oil. I don't think we're going to, because we have so much of it, I don't, th- it's not going to stay this low of a price. It'll probably bounce back up to 20 to $40, somewhere in that range in the next few years when the economy starts to turn around. It might even go higher because of inflation. But that's probably going to be two, three, four years down the road. So I, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, I don't think we're going to go into the Great Depression-like era like we were, where deflation was was just rampant there. I mean, deflation is tough to combat. I think we're we're going to be introducing inflation again into our system. Let's go to thanks for the call, Jay. Appreciate it. Saeed in Oakland, he wants to talk about Facebook. Saeed. Oh, hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you? Uh, I have a, uh, a good. Thank you. Uh, Facebook. Um, Went down today to 170. Is a good buy right now? What do you think? And also, um, Snapchat, it was up 20% today. So, uh, which which one you would like to buy for two right now? Well, it's too. I, I would wait for Snapchat to come back a little bit. Facebook, I think it may go down to about a. It might retest the lows, but I wouldn't buy it at this level at 170, even though that was down, what, 5% today? How far was that? Yeah, 4.17% today. Um, I'd give it a little space. I think it'll come down a little bit more. You know, um, about 150 to 155 was where I'd be a a buyer of it. Um, But I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to hold up pretty well, just like a lot of the tech companies out there. I mean, they're just going to, people are more online. You know, you're working from home. You, you know, people are trying to find any kind of entertainment. Facebook is, you know, you're connecting with other people. So I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's going to be a winner. It's not cheap. It, it's a 28 PE. Don't think it's cheap, but it got down to 16 at $140 a share before it bounced up. So I think you let it Many, many times, stocks retest their lows. They don't necessarily go all the way down. Sometimes they go further. But in Facebook's case, I think they won't go all the way down to the low. But I can see it going to 150, 155, somewhere in there. That would be a better place. Thanks for the call. Facebook, FB, everybody. Let's go to BJ and Cupertino. Want to talk about oil companies. How are you doing, BJ? Hey, Steve. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you okay. for the call. And you want to talk about o- oxid patro- Occidental Petroleum? Yes. yes. You want to buy it? Sell it? Yeah, actually, it took some yesterday. Okay. Let's take a look at the numbers. Okay. Engage in exploration, production of crude oil and natural gas worldwide. Uh, I wish they were a fully integrated company. I'd feel better. They are a big $11 billion company. But they're engaged in exploration, production of crude and natural gas worldwide. So they're big. I wish they were also a refinery, you know, have refined it too. I think that would be the, all three of those things would be the best. They're going to lose $3.87 this year and $2.43. I note that the analysts are catching up with this new coronavirus and some of the stocks are starting to show the weakness of their future earnings. So they're going to lose money in the next couple of years. And I wouldn't be surprised if many companies will be doing that. Um, my, for myself, it's pretty low price. The dividend is not going to be 25%. As it says there, it's not, not going to happen. 
I probably wouldn't buy it because it's not an integrated oil company. And I want you to be in the big guys, the big boys, Exxon, Mobil, uh, Chevron, that kind of British, uh, British Petroleum, big integrated companies, completely integrated. In other words, they, they get the oil, they drill for it, they sell it, they refine it, and they sell it to me and you. So the whole shebang. Those those companies will probably, you know, lose less or eke out a profit. This one is not going to. I probably I I I would I wouldn't buy any more. That's for sure. It looks like it's hit bottom, but I wouldn't buy any more. Thanks for the call, BJ. Appreciate it. You are listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and during these times when social distancing guidelines require most of us to work at home and stay at home. You might have some additional discretionary time because you aren't commuting. In that case, I encourage you to explore the financial investment information we have posted on our website, vesttalk.com. And you can, there's lots of information there. There's a book, book list. You can order books and get some books to read up on invest, investing. I think it would be smart. So start exploring investtalk.com, everybody. We appreciate that. And when you're ready to speak with me or Justin, just send us a message or call our KPP financial offices in Irvine. Now, we can easily set up a portfolio assessment by conducting personalized assessments via telephone, Skype, or Jive meetings, whatever. And now I'm taking your questions live, 888-99-CHART. Talk is made possible by KPP Financial. Talk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are the principles of KPP Financial, and they are independent financial advisors. This means they place their clients' interests ahead of the firm's. As part of that commitment, KPP Financial practices parallel investing, where Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing and the other KPP Financial programs at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. So we, even got, we haven't gotten to any of our talking points today. Jeez, I'm really behind in my work, aren't I? Okay, phases of reopening. Phases. You know, we already have Vermont. Uh, they they Texas, Florida, they're starting to partially reopen now. But they're pretty, these first steps are pretty tentative at this point. So what you're going to have is partial reopenings all over the place. Some states are coordinating with other states, like California, Washington, Oregon, are all coordinating together. I think New York, uh, the Northeast states, they're coordinating a little bit too. So it's going to be piecemeal and partial and slow. And that means, you know, that means the economy is still going to be in rough shape until it gets fully open. Think about this. You're, you First, you shut it down completely. Now you're opening it up a little bit at a time. Well, that means we're going to be in recession for quarters, several quarters. You, you, you can't, <laughs> it's going to be tough. And I understand that the danger, I get it, I know. But, you know, I think we're doing more harm I harm keeping it, keeping it shut down than we are reopening. I'm not saying you reopen every place. Maybe you keep, you know, those places. How many places in the Midwest have hardly any coronavirus? Why can't you open up the whole state? 
And maybe if it's in the city, maybe do something there. I don't know. Ninety-five <laughs> percent of, of Americans are stay at home, are required to stay at home. Ninety-five percent. I was like, I'm just saying. I think there's going, there could be a lot more deaths if we don't let people get back to work. We have to get them back to work. Have to. And I'm not trying to ignore the danger. It's dangerous. It's you know. But I'm thinking they're going to, we're going to find out that it's no more dangerous than a bad flu. At the, when we finally start testing everybody. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. But we do have to open up the economy. I think we're doing more damage, more, we're going to cause more death by not keeping it open. So we got to find a way to get it open and that as soon as possible. Just my opinion on that. Okay, 888-99-CHART. Let's keep moving. 888 Hey, Steve or Justin, I have a pretty simple question. What exactly are stock buybacks? Every time I hear y'all talk about it, it seems to have had a positive connotation. How exactly would that benefit a company? And if you just so happen off the top of your head to have an example of a company that bought some stock back recently and how it benefited them, that would be great as well. Thank you very much. Okay, stock buybacks. Very simple. A company buys stocks in the open market. They go to the stock exchange and they buy stocks and buy them back into the company coffers. So they take them out out of the float, we call it. So it's no longer available to buy or sell in the open market. So if I had a million shares, I'm company A, I have a million shares trading out there, and I make a dollar per share of earnings, if I buy back... 500,000 shares and put them back in my corporate coffers. Now there's only 500,000 shares out there. Doesn't my earnings per share number go up? Yes, because we got rid of 500,000 shares. We brought them back. You see how that works? So that means instead of a dollar per share, you as a stockholder own $2 a share. And boy, that's really good news. So earnings are spread over fewer shares. That's why it's good news. And it makes the stock price go up because earnings per share has gone up. That's how that works. It's not, it's not rocket science. None of, none of the stock market is rocket science. There's just a lot of information that you have to learn. And it takes time. And the information changes you know, all the time. Economics, corporations, new products, old products. That great book to read is called Creative Destruction. And that tells you how old companies get destroyed and new companies are created. And the new companies that are being created usually destroy the old companies. You want an example of that? Pretty simple stuff. What is Amazon doing? Destroying the big box stores, aren't they? They created online purchasing things. Creative destruction. That's how that works. And don't think it's not a, it's, it's a bad thing. It's not. It's a very good thing. That keeps a, a, an economy vibrant. If you want to keep an economy stagnant, don't let any new things be invented. New, no new companies. Just keep the old stuff. And that happens. Trust me, there's economies around the world that they, they try to enforce that. To try to keep no, no progress. We did it here in the United States. Don't think we haven't done it. We've done it. We still do it. We keep we keep railroads open that don't make money, don't we? We do. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here: to help you.
financial freedom. And our work will continue after this break. Get your questions in now. 888-99-CHART. Here's another benefit when you sign up for our Invest Talk Insider program, a brief list of real estate investment trusts, REITs, that should be on investors' radar if they're looking for exposure to this dividend-focused sector. You can sign up for this free Invest Talk Insider program on investtalk.com. On the next Invest Talk, after 12 months of high volatility, the S&P 500 is about back where it started. That story tomorrow. But now Steve Peasley is here, the phone lines are open, and Steve is waiting for your questions. Call Invest Talk 888-99 chart. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Matt in Boston. Matt wants to talk about waste management. Matt. Hi, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I was curious on your thoughts about this company. I'm trying to pick a non-cyclical stock. Um, and I noticed it didn't really have too yep. much debt that I saw and gave a decent dividend. I noticed it had a little pullback in March. And I'm just curious what your thoughts are on it or a good price to get into it. Well, this is waste management, everybody. Simple WM provides waste collection, disposal, recycling services, the U.S. and Canada. And Matt is is exactly right. It's non-cyclical because you have to pick up trash all the time. doesn't stop just because you have an economic collapse. So this is a good stock to look at. They're going to make money this year. They're going to make more money next year. They're going to make 442 next year, 384 this year. It's a little bit down from last year, 440. 888-99 charters is our number, 888-992-4278. Love to talk to you. Um, so we're going to get, um, I, I think you probably heard that Texas, the Texas governor uh, has uh, released all the economy and the workers to go back to work. So that's going to be uh, interesting because I think that might snowball to other governors doing the same thing, especially those states that have very little exposure to this COVID virus thing. They just don't have enough exposure to it. And so they're probably going to loosen up pretty quickly. And mostly that concerns the Midwest somewhere. Okay, so we'll see how that turns out next week. We'll see if how many other states follow Texas's example. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Invest Talk program. And we have just posted a new podcast, the April Bonus Show. Justin and I move quickly through 29 caller questions. So we get backlogged, so we try to catch up. So listen to the new podcast there. You can get unbiased answers on any compact, uh, on, on one, in one compact show. It's up now at investtalk.com. Have a nice weekend, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. Invest Talk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, 
Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. 